Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Reception the show. Hey, listen, can we talk about some of these uh, prospects here? Um, you know, again, not necessarily, you know, first round grades on these dudes, uh, but a couple of players that I found to be really, really intriguing uh, when I was watching these guys play. Uh, and again, you could find their full profiles on the website, receptionperception.com. Matt does the work, man, so that you do not have to. But this guy, uh, if you're not familiar with Reception Perception, I urge you to go to the website. Look at some of these profiles, man. Um, it's it's an eye-opening experience, uh, no doubt about it. But I uh, want to talk to you about Tank Dell out of Houston and Marvin Mims out of Oklahoma. Uh, we'll start with Tank Dell. Interesting player to me. 5'8", 166. I mean, come on, man. It's, it's unbelievably small. Now, that being said, Matt, when I watch him run, um, boy, it, it just it doesn't match up with what his, his size is. He plays bigger than I think his size would indicate. And also his tested times, a 44940 and a 10-1 broad jump. That is so far below average for a guy of his size. It just that generally never works in the NFL, except when you watch him on film, though, those numbers don't look right. It doesn't. There's something that doesn't match up there because a four, four, nine, 40, I'm watching him run, Matt. This dude is sudden and quick and just he's all kinds of bursty. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of his deep route running ability. You know, when you look at uh, like his route success rate charts on on RP, like 
he ran a corner route eight percent of his routes, which that's a pretty that's a, above the prospect average. It's a pretty high amount. Sixty two percent success rate on those routes. Fifty nine percent success rate on the nine. Seventy five percent success rate on the post. Like I think he could definitely fly, which is important because you're going to need to do that. I mean, he he's so small. Like I. I just, he looks small out there. Like some of these guys, you know, like Josh Downs, we've talked about yeah. um, Jordan Addison, skinnier. Like, it's like, yeah, right. they look, they look like, you know, smaller players, but Tank <laughs> Dell is like alarmingly small when you, when you watch him play. Um, now yeah. that being said, uh, he also gets a lot of hype as a route runner too. Um, he had a great success rate versus press 83rd percentile success rate versus press 73.9%. Not didn't see a ton of press, but I, I really like his work off the line of scrimmage. Like you mentioned, sudden bursty, got a lot of precision off the line of scrimmage. Um, but his overall success rate versus man and zone were, you know, kind of like right around average. Um, I do think he's, and James, this happens every year, every draft season. It is a lock that some tiny bursty dude is going to get overhyped as the best route run in the NFL because they're going to go to the senior bowl and absolutely put cornerbacks in a blender. Every yeah. single year it happens. Tank Dell's yep. that guy this year, but he's a good player who um, I think could find a role in the NFL, but I do think he's going to have size limitations, you know, potentially be a slot only player. Um, and I think like, it, yeah, if he had been, you know, an 80th or above percentile separator across man and zone coverage. Maybe I'd think like, all right, yeah, he could, he could go along like the Devonte Smith pack or line or access. But I, I don't know that I totally agree with that. Yeah. It, in terms of what he does, just go pop on some tape. It, it's, it's a very, I don't know, man, like his twitchiness uh, when he moves laterally mm-hmm. is something that really pops, uh, which again, I think when you're going up against college corners, especially, um, you know, he played at Houston, you think about some of the corners that he went up with. I, I mean, they've got no chance, you know, I mean, he really puts like really almost like basketball moves out there. And, and I know we've said that about Justin Jefferson um, as well, but it is kind of sort of like he's got like a little bit of a crossover move. Um, when he gets a, at the stem and or at the line of scrimmage uh, when he's trying to get away from defenders. So, I, again, you look at the tested numbers and they're not very impressive. As a matter of fact, they're downright disappointing given the fact that this is a guy that's 5'8", 166, and he barely broke 4'5", Matt. That's not that's not good. And a 10-1 broad jump too, again, not great. You know what I'm saying? So, um, But, I, again, I know he's really, really small, Matt, but I thought he played bigger than his – his size, not, not saying he was, you know, some overpowering Hulk, but just bigger than his listed size of 166. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, um, <laughs> uh, you know, when you look at a guy like tank Dell, I'm not expecting him to have a massive contested catch rate, but he doesn't like, again, the press coverage score really goes with what you're saying, that he could, his guy could play through physical contact. Um, he just, uh, I, you know, the in like if he's gonna excel in 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 the role that I think you imagine for a player like this, I, I want him to be a little bit better on like slant and dig routes, like working the yeah. middle of the field. Right. He's a little he's a little sloppy sometimes. Like he rounds off the routes occasionally when he's working towards the inside. He's just gonna have to get better about that. But I ended up kind of comparing him to Taylor Gabriel, who um, if you remember Taylor Gabriel, he had some oh yeah some oh he had some awesome you know years in the NFL, particularly that one. Um, and a couple years with the Bears, uh, he obviously had um, a really great year with the Atlanta Falcons. He had a he had a much uh, higher. Uh, I, th- I think he probably ran a faster forty, 
than than Tank Dell did, but I can't really remember off the top of my head. But uh, also famously slid into my DMs one time because he wasn't happy about not being included as the top one of the top ten uh, free agent receivers uh, for NFL.com. So shout out to my good pal Taylor Gabriel on that one. There you go. Nice. Um, but yeah, nice. no, I, I I think like. Gabriel had a real grinders approach to the game. I think Tank Dell is a real grinders approach to the game. Yeah. Um, low volume, big play threat in like a yak based role would be what I right. probably see for Tank Dell. It's a it's gonna be a little bit difficult too, because this is a guy that doesn't really leave his feet a lot. Um mm-hmm. and, and you know, he again in the NFL when you're five six one or five eight, one sixty six, sorry man, but you're gonna have to leave your feet to to make plays every now and again. Um you just got to do it. Uh, but you talk about that grinder mentality. It wouldn't surprise me at all, right? I mean, this is a guy that went from Alabama A&M to Independence Community College to then Houston, right? So mm-hmm. this is a guy that is used to, again, just kind of sort of grinding it out and just um, not really thinking about the future and just looking at what the next day brings, you know? Because I'm sorry, man, but when you go from Alabama A&M, to Houston. I know Houston's not in a power five, but like, you know, again, putting up the numbers that he was putting up at Houston, uh, that to me suggests somebody that's, that's really trying to work pretty hard, um, at getting better and improving and being successful. So that, that, those are things that again, you don't totally know, but, but at least there's some indicators there. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, and, and he has a background on special teams, too. He had nine kicker turns, one touchdown. Yeah, that's where uh, for, he's going to make his hay. Yeah, for for uh, Houston last year, he had twenty punt or twenty nine punt returns and then twenty kick returns. I think the year prior, um, so that's going to have to be a big deal for him. And also just playing like as a gunner on special teams too. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, the Rams drafted damn Tutu Atwell in the second round. He was like, <laughs> you know, small enough to get blown away by the wind, as Evan yeah. Silva would say. Um, right. and, and I think like. You know, Tank Dell's not going to go that high. I gave ultimately ranked him as like an early day three, you know, fourth round type of guy. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, you know, not one of the ten best receivers in this draft class, but I'm um, certainly a guy like you know. Again, you take him in the in the fourth round, and you maybe get like a couple of a couple of nice years out of him in a low volume based role. I I like Tank Dell. I just think there are a few other people who like him more than me. Okay, so on the opposite end of the spectrum from an athletic profile, I'm looking at a guy like Marvin Mims, right? Like plays at a big-time school at Oklahoma, um, and he's 5'11", 185 pounds. Man, again, look, you know I'm going to like me some Marvin Mims, right? Like he ran a 4'3", <laughs> Right. Right, he's yeah. great in the contested catch area, right? Um, he's an awesome athlete, 4'3", 39 39.5-inch vertical, 10'9", broad jump. And again, 185 pounds, uh, 5'11". He's, he's got good size for the NFL as well. Um, I love his contested catchability. You talk about a guy that plays, you know, that leaves his feet, that, you know, he's going to make plays in the air. This is your guy, right? Go look up that highlight against Texas Tech. Um, he made a catch that was just unbelievable. I, it just oh. He ra- wrapped around his defender's hip to go bring that ball. The, 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 the defender thought it was incomplete because there's just no way this man could have caught that ball, but he did. 
Uh, just go look up that highlight. Uh, unbelievable catch there. Um, I know you comped him to somebody else, but I, when I watched him play, um, and again, he lacks that suddenness that Tank Dell has um, mm-hmm. at the stem and, and at the line of scrimmage. He tries tries to get by you with just straight up speed, four three eight forty, right? Um, but he reminded me a little bit of another Marvin, Marvin Jones, um, and I feel like that's a role, you know, as a number two wide receiver flanker type um, that I think Marvin Mims could potentially um, have some success. But what did you find when you were charting him? Yeah, um, you brought up the the one the one catch. I still think the best catch I've seen from any prospect um, was when I was looking at a little bit of his twenty twenty one stuff. Uh, him and Caleb Williams at Oklahoma against Texas. That right. was like a mind bending catch for, for, <laughs> for Marvin Mims. So yeah, um, you brought up the contested catch stuff. Uh, he he will definitely he'll definitely lose some passes like on fo- like focus drop type stuff. Um, nine one nine point one percent drop rate in his reception perception sample, but seventy two point seven percent contested catch rate. He is um, really comfortable with physical play down the field. Um, oh yeah, he, he's a great ball tracker. I remember, um, you know, I, I mentioned this in the profile too. I remember back in the day talking about um, Sigmund with Sigmund Bloom and the late uh, great Chris West Chris Wessling about John Brown being like this like almost like those show dogs with the frisbee where you just whoosh that thing down the field and like <laughs> he would just run under it yeah. and track it. I think right. Marvin Mims has a little bit of that John Brown in him. T.Y. Hilton was another comparison I gave for him. You know, John Brown is 5'10", 179 pounds when he came in the league. Uh, T.Y. Hilton uh, was a little bit closer to uh, the, the, the Marvin Mims's size, who was, you know, he's 5'11", 183, as you mentioned. Um, I think that's sort of the axis of receiver that he's on, you know, um, and, and look, I love people know I love John Brown. John Brown is like one of my favorite receivers. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A very, very early reception perception favorite. Um, some of the success rates for, for Marvin Mims, the best one is his uh, man coverage score. 72.2% success rate versus man. That's a 71st percentile score. It's kind of right there around Jordan Addison and um, – uh, Jordan Addison and uh, and Zay Flowers, uh, the couple mm-hmm. of first day prospects, but 32nd percentile success rate versus zone, 29th percentile success rate versus press. I imagine him being like a speed slot receiver. Again, T.Y. Hilton was that type of player. You mentioned some of his like, we'll call it lack of nuance. Um, <laughs> good, good slant route and flat route uh-huh. success rate, which again, that's great for a slot receiver, but really poor showing on curl routes, comebacks, dig routes. Uh, out route was 75%. Like that's right, right at the average. He's going to have to get better on those base NFL routes if he's going to be a high volume receiver. But I do like Marvin Mims. Um, I think he'd be a perfect fit for a team like the Chargers that needs some more juice and separation ability. Oh, man. Um, that would be what a call. Fun. What a great call. Oh my goodness. I just, I started salivating thinking about that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be a yeah. perfect fit for him. Are you kidding me? That'd be awesome. Perfect fit. Uh, they, they, again, they just need someone that can fling the ball down the field and just go and get it and man. go get um, it. I ended up having, you know, Marvin Mims. He was a tough guy to rank. I've, I've got him kind of right around like wide receiver 10 wide receiver 10 in the class. Uh, for me, which I think is fair. Um, I like him a lot. There are a couple of other potential day two options that I like better, but um, he's in a desirable tier. Uh, and I think he should come up the board in day two. And and Agreed. I like him as a, as a sleeper for sure. I like him as a guy that could be 
a guy that goes on day two and ends up having a long, long career. And like, yeah, T.Y. Hilton, again, T.Y. Hilton led the NFL in receiving yards one year. Um, mm. So like he could, if he ends up developing on that path, I, I could see him being that type of player. Yeah, uh, 54 receptions, um, 1,083 yards and six touchdowns his last season at OU. Obviously put up huge numbers there with um, with Caleb Williams. And then when Caleb left, they obviously had a big uh, drop off in production at the quarterback spot and uh, and Marvin Mims. Who again, I, I really you, you got to love the speed. You got to love the contested catchability, um, but not the most refined route guy in the whole world. No. And and while he's got awesome straight line speed, he does show some short area burst, obviously, with a 39 and a half inch vertical and a 10 nine broad. I don't necessarily know if that shows itself um, on the tape, but but if he works at it, you know, he's got it in him. To yeah. be a short area burst guy, so um, so that could be very very interesting. By the way, that could be something that um, also explains his high success rate on the slant. But uh, go to receptionperception.com to see the full profiles on both Tank Dell and Marvin Mims. All right, so we talked about uh, quite a few folks here, but uh, if you want to go check out the full list on the rookie roundup, go to the website receptionperception.com. Our time does run short, though. Uh, hey, listen again, if this is the first time. You've run across our podcast. Just do us a solid subscribe, like it, uh, you know, rate the podcast, do all the things that you do with podcasts, you know, whatever it is. Anyways, uh, we appreciate everyone listening out there. Uh, the draft is upon us, man. Uh, and next week is going to be a great show. I can't wait to talk about the draft fallout. We might have to do two episodes next week, Matt. I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, there's just so much stuff to, to kind of go through, man. Uh, we may have to just break it down into two episodes next week. But uh, for all the fans out there, we do appreciate y'all, man. But go to the website, receptionperception.com. For Matt Harmon, I'm James Go. We'll see you.